Are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven-figure revenue mark? Do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. What's going on? Hope everyone's having a wonderful day out there in the podcast world. You're listening to or watching the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Tersh Blissett, and I have my lovely co-host, Joshua Crouch, here uh, sitting next to me virtually. Today, uh, our show is going to talk about, uh, well, Josh, and and he's presenting us some information from with uh, Relentless Digital. If you don't know this, uh, Josh's business, that is what he does full time is uh, he has Relentless Digital. Uh, I, uh, as many of you may, you may think that this is what I do full time podcasting. And stuff. I know <laughs> it comes across, right? <laughs> so, but uh, no, that's not what I do full time. Uh, I have an HVAC company <laughs> and Josh has a digital marketing company. And so Josh is going to give us a little insight today on uh, how to spy on competition and, um, and even your own digital marketing company. Uh, that, that this is one where like, when I was a couple years ago, I was kind of like, uh, like, how did they do what they're doing? Like, that was a question I always had. And, and, and then like, I would listen to some shows and stuff and, and I, it was like, okay, but that doesn't really tell me anything other than like, I have to buy this expensive platform and this expensive program to figure this out. Um, so I'm super excited and, and I wish that I'd had this conversation about, oh, I don't know, six years ago or something like that. But <laughs> with that being said, uh, welcome to the show, Josh. Yeah. I mean, I was just happy that you called me lovely. I don't know if anyone's ever called me lovely in 36 years. So <laughs> no, we, uh, as, as the post said, we, we had a different guest and uh, uh, we got stood up we're sitting at the table having coffee and we got stood up. So we're having uh, um, uh, to change tunes a little bit. And I just happened to put out a video a couple of days ago that got some, some solid traction. And let's be real. I don't even think most co uh, contractors want to check in on their competition. I think they're more interested in checking in on their digital marketing company um, <laughs> because it's, it's, it's that uh, I mean, I've, I've heard it called so many different things, you know, black magic, uh, uh you know, it just seems like nobody really knows what it is. So I try to, uh, because I come from the contractor side, I try to level the playing field a little bit and mm -hmm. same thing goes. I mean, that video actually went out to all my clients too. So, so far, nobody said anything back. <laughs> so we'll oh, see. Way, Josh. Uh, I I'm sure it's going to come. Someone's going to drop a comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those things where it's like, um, you want to, you want to trust them. Uh, and, and I know that I'm not the only person that's guilty of doing this. So I can clear, I can, I can say this freely. And, and that is, um, Hey, look, uh, our agreement is that I pay you $2,500 a month. So I'm going to write you a check or you can swipe my credit card for $2,500 a month. And I don't want to deal with the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to check in on you. And I just want to hope, I, I hope that you're doing the right thing. Um, and, kind of like the ostrich sticking the, you know, his head in the sand and, and uh, it, I've been guilty of it. And then like two or three months later, you know, like, why did I pay, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars and I don't have any results. Well, We're I saw somebody yesterday. I saw somebody yesterday I, it, and stuff like this now on my side makes me smile uh, and chuckle a little bit, but they've, They've hired and fired five companies this year alone, um, which tells tells me a lot. I mean, here's the thing. Everybody wants results today, right? I mean, that's what everybody wants. If, if Google wasn't the behemoth they were and the success they were, maybe we could get results immediately. But there's, there's method to the madness, whether you like it or hate it. And uh, 
hopefully today with some of these things that we talked about, you guys can at least have a better understanding of maybe why somebody's ranking ahead of you. Now, this isn't going to answer all your questions, but at least give you some insight as to maybe some things you can change on your own, or you can have an open conversation with your, your marketing company and just ask them some questions. Be like, hey, what about this? What about that? Why did you create that piece of content for me? Um, stuff like that. So that's the hope with this episode and the video that I created, which I did drop in the comments if anyone wants to check that out, because that's more of a over-the-shoulder type of video where you're going to actually be able to see my screen. There's links to the tools and stuff like that, so you guys can actually dive in. And the best part is these tools are all free. Uh, you can upgrade all of them, or at least some of them, but most of them are free. And I think the one Uber suggests was like 29 bucks a month. It's nothing. So it's worth it. Um, but so, uh, yeah, I don't know where you want to get started. What are, what are those programs? Like, like we don't have to dive into what they need to do. But. There's a lot. Those yeah. are just my favorite. Um, okay. I have like a ton of Chrome extensions. If you guys ever want to do some searching for different tools, if you go to like uh, Google Chrome extensions and you type in one of these tools, just like mm -hmm. everything on Google, Google's really good at suggesting other tools just like it that can do similar things. Um, I found some of my best, honestly, most uh, like efficient tools and stuff like that on there. But the tools that I mentioned in the video, uh, one is GMB Crush. It's a tool designed to understand uh, Google Maps results. So it the Chrome extension ties into Google Maps. So when you do the search, you have to be looking from google.com slash maps. And what will happen is you just press a button. It analyzes either the listing itself. So if you want to spy on a specific competitor, or if you do like a top 20 list, like that first page, yeah. um, it'll give you like some insights for all top 20, like their reviews. Do they have a, a physical location listed? How many posts have they made recently? How many posts in the last 90 days? Just stuff like that to give you a better insight of how active their profile is. It yeah. will also tell you, and this is probably the most important point, is what their primary category is on Google. This is one of like the big ranking factors on Google My Business is mm -hmm. the primary category. And I was just having this conversation with somebody who's a plumber and an HVAC contractor. Yeah. And we've been focusing on plumbing and he wants mm -hmm. to change. He wants to grow more on the HVAC side now. And the problem with if you, if your primary category is plumber, Google's going to look at that and give that more weight. So mm -hmm. what you can do is if you have multiple services or multiple trades, you can look at the categories listed, look at the top 20 list, see what the, the top 20, get an idea of how many, are ranking ahead of you that have a different primary category. Like for you down south, air conditioning contractor may be the primary category. Up here, it's HVAC contractor. So there's different things like that because there's probably about eight different categories just for HVAC. So it does it like can you change that from time to time? I mean, I know you can change it, but is it bad to change it too <clears> often? <throat> or? It's something you you definitely want to give some thought. Don't just go in there and start changing stuff. Well, like um, every week you shouldn't go in there. Like this don't week do that. <laughs> if 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 you change it too often, you'll risk suspension from Google. Um, they do say that you can change it up to three times a year for like seasonality type businesses, like HVAC, landscaping, stuff like that. So, okay. and that's so for those that are listening that maybe have dual trades or maybe they have electrical as well, or they have roofing as a side company, you can change these things three times. So what I would suggest is when HVAC is in the off season, change yeah. that to a different trade. So that way you can boost your rankings for that trade. And then when it's time to make hay, change it back to the air conditioning or heating contract or whatever it is. Yeah, Stacy on Facebook asked a great question. I was actually thinking the same thing. Should, should we do that? Should we have uh, a, a GMB in each of our primaries? I, I feel like you, like Google, would frown upon that. But at the same time, if if you like explain it to them, like, look, Google, it's the same name, but it's three different businesses. And we have so there's the, we have the same services. This is a great. <laughs> this is this is a great 
question. Um, and there's ways, so you have, again, you, this is why you have to talk with someone who's, who understands this. You don't just want to go do it. Yeah, yeah. So now if you have a building that can be broken into different suites, you would well, want to, you would have well, to have a listing that shows a different address. My so like if you, a and Julie's office is suite B and, uh, yep. So stuff like that, you can certainly set up. So if you're in a, like a industrial building, like a lot of contractors are generally like an industrial space. If you have, where you have maybe a side-by-side unit, you can have one of them. The problem is if they have the same exact business name, you may want to get a DBA for that location. If it's a plumbing company versus an HVAC, which now again, we're getting it. We're getting like deep in the water here. You got yeah. <laughs> now, now you have to think about branding. You have to think about all these other things that you're doing. Yeah, you may awesome. confuse some customers too. So that's why it's, you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you really have to think about what you want and, um, and really think through that stuff. So it's a, it's a great question. It's, uh, it's something that is not easily answered without asking a bunch of follow-up questions. So Stacy, uh, I hope that helps. <laughs> or not so, <laughs> <laughs> what about what well, i mean it's not bad to have multiple listings as long as you have multiple address <clears throat> so if you actually have three different locations then you can have three different listings uh yeah. but they're not going to be tied together correct like they're not going to have the same email address for login and stuff like that they're going to be completely different correct so you they- can you can send them to the same website. You have to have different phone numbers, different address. Um, for the website, what I would do is I would send, I would whatever one's your primary business, <clears throat> I would send that to your homepage. And then for the other listings, I would send them to, like let's take for instance, the example of three listings in three completely different cities. I yeah. would have a city page or a location page as the primary page and make that look very similar to your homepage. Mm-hmm. As far as call to action and just some of the things that a lot of home pages generally have, <clears throat> excuse me, have because that that's speaking to that customer in city A versus city B versus city C. It's more relevant to them, mm-hmm. which is probably it's going to lead to more click throughs, more calls, more leads. What if they're in the same city? What if you have a, like a slightly larger city, maybe south side of the city? You, you do you do run the risk. So I have a <clears throat> I have a plumbing client. Um, he has he had his initial GMB listing, then he moved. So we kept both listings, but they're in the same city. The one listing dominates; the other one hardly shows up at all. The old and listing, the new listing, the old listing, the old listing doesn't really show up at all because that's really? not his primary location. That's not where we built all of his directories and stuff. Okay, um, but the other the other one does re- <clears throat> excuse me does really well. So most likely if it's in the same city, it's Google's going to kind of filter that out, especially if it's the same name. They do try to make sure that you can't dominate the three pack results. Yeah. I have noticed that because we have some competitors in our market that have multiple locations in the same city, but it's not technically the same city because it's in a township. Um, And they don't they they're never listed to get like there's never two of the same ones going at the same time uh, but the only way that you really notice it notice it is because one of them might have you know 100 reviews and the other one might have 400 reviews and the other one might have like thousand reviews and so you like you, you just like wait a minute you had a thousand reviews yesterday why do you have a hundred reviews today like what the heck happened there but right uh, that's what it is yeah yeah you just have to be careful i mean it's there's a, a growing trend, especially with the way Google My Business is set up right now, to add a physical location, more of a uh, like smaller office somewhere, yeah. like a, a satellite office, set up a listing. It And for those listening or watching this later, um, if you, I would make sure you have enough market share where you are first and then start considering this because it is a very viable way to grow. Uh-huh. And the the cost to what you get is very low. Your ROI is going to be very good overall. Instead of like run, trying to run pay-per-click or Facebook ads in a certain community, yeah. you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck opening a new listing and paying $300 a month for rent for some office space that kind of just sits there. 
So, well, tell me this, what happens if you, your current listings in like bum BFE out there and you don't really have like, maybe, maybe there's 5,000 people who live where your current listing is, but, uh, and you're not quote unquote dominating it. But uh, if you had your other listing in like a metropolitan area, that's 45 minutes or an hour away, uh, you potentially have a lot more easy, low-hanging fruit as far as client base. I mean, would you agree with that? So, so it's inter- it's interesting. the The small towns are actually great for Google My Business um, because really? for, there's a few things. Think about it from this perspective. There's a lot less competition, um, right. and if you think about it, if you're in a suburb, right? Like, I would pick anywhere from five thousand might be a little light, but if you had like 10, 15,000, maybe the town overhead, another seven to 10 and, you know, a couple of the neighboring towns. So within a 10 minute drive, you have maybe three towns and you have a 30 to 40,000 people that it could hit. That's what, that's what we did. And I mean, completely dominating the entire area. And that's where they get a lot of their leads from. Um, But here's the thing. Now they're at the point where, a second location is necessary or paid ads because here's the thing with any marketing and, and this is totally not on topic today. This is more of like a general thing for people. No one marketing method is going to solve all of your problems. I'm just gonna, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to repeat that because people think like, if I do this, it's I'm, my business is going to grow. Oh, yeah. No one marketing method like SEO. I'm talking, I'm not talking one company. I'm talking SEO, pay-per-click Facebook, radio, TV, direct mail, email, no one method is going to completely grow your business by itself. It will grow it, but you do have to have a mix and you have to be doing things internally too. Um, Especially now. It can't pay you two grand and then be like, ah, that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) Well, look, there's packages that I can do all that stuff, right? (laughs) But uh, it's just, it's one of those things you have to understand like, SEO itself or PPC itself or, you know, Facebook ads itself is not going to, regardless of what anyone promises you, it's not going to do grow your business 10x or 20x by itself. You have to have other things in place. You have to be able to convert. You have to be able to convert on the phone in-house. Like I have these conversations all, all the time. People like $500 to get basically. And then they're and then your people just, just don't answer the phone or send them the voicemail or your answering service, like over busy with some <laughs> answering service and the answering, you know, smokes. <laughs> you know, and that's exactly what happens is they focus on more leads, but they don't realize that. Well, if I took my, my call booking rate from 70% to 75 or 80%, if I just did that with yeah. my average ticket cost, what does that mean? Numbers wise, or, Let's say I bumped it up to 75, 80% call booking. Now my, my conversion rate with my text goes up 5% or my average ticket goes up $25 or $50. Like it is a, it is an ecosystem that has to work together. And I think it's almost like you hire a marketing company, you want leads, but you suck at call booking or you suck at conversion or you suck at sales or independent, like your, your, your scale is just totally tipped in one way or the other. You either can't handle what you have or you can't sell what you do get. And you just, you blame the marketing company or you blame somebody else and don't realize like, um, Hey George, <laughs> you have to, you have to really convert on those. And it's one of those things that's like, uh, it's a hard pill to swallow. Like, Oh yeah. Um, we can blame the marketing company and say, look, man, I spent, you know, $12,000 over the past six months and I haven't made $12,000 from the call tracking. Like even put in phone numbers to track, you know, these calls that are coming in from the marketing agency. Uh, and, and I haven't made $12,000 back. But then if you listen to those phone calls, uh, and that's one of the things that I really think that's extremely important and, and I take for granted because, you know, 2014, when I started Trustar, uh, we didn't have call recording and call tracking numbers. And so it was a lot of like me listening over the shoulder of the dispatcher or the CSR. Uh, and now we have like every single phone call that comes in is tracked. 
you know, and now marketing is, is, is tracked and, um, and it's, it's so automated that I take a lot of that stuff for granted, but you got to listen to those conversations when you go back and listen to it. And it's like, Oh man, like that, uh, I can see why they didn't, they didn't convert. And it's one of those things, like if, if you're using service Titan, I happen to be using service Titan, uh, and the CSR has the ability to, um, mark, what type of call it was like if it was a non uh, non book job non bookable job that type of stuff and because they're uh, go back and listen to those because there's sometimes whenever it you'll learn not, a lot oh yeah as non bookable quote unquote non bookable using air quotes there uh, when in fact it was just you didn't even ask questions they were like how much you how much you charge to uh to come out and take a look at the unit oh it's 85 dollars or 89 dollars uh okay click so that is a great point i actually have a story um and then i'll get to george's question because i know i have a little bit more back-end insight to george's question but um so i have a client who was struggling and it's Look, there's certain times of growth, right? There's the single man owner operator, you do everything. And then there's the, the the next stage of growth is getting some help. And then the next stage of that is having enough help so you can step back from the field. Like he's stuck in that middle one right now. And I was listening to some of his phone calls and what you just said, they were literally saying that the service fee was X amount yeah. and that doesn't, and it doesn't include the cost of repair. And that's all they said. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like Oh God, I'm just, I'm scratching my head. I just literally like face palmed and did a, like, I, I immediately texted him. I'm like, dude, we got to talk to, and this was an answering service. So again, you, you're only going to get so much out of them, but we, we need to talk like this is literally the, the customer then is left standing. Well, it's almost like an F you thing, right? Like, Oh, yeah. well, screw we're you. Too, like, why would I hire you? I'll just hire someone else. Yeah. We're too busy to, to, you know, show any, that's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, there's I mean, no value, value, right? It's, it's cringe worthy. It's like, I don't even want to listen to any more calls. They're going to be like this. And there's no value. Like what, what do I get for the $89? You're just going to show up and charge me 89 bucks. Like that sucks. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of things you can do this. And this is, again, this is checking up on your own internal systems. Um, George's question is probably going to get us back on to what we started talking about. Um, <clears throat> so, it's funny, George. I have I've had other people do my marketing in the past, um, to varying degrees, and some's been okay. Do you, do you do uh, as long as yeah, yeah, I do. He had someone it, it, else prior it, it, to me. That's well, where his question comes from. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean I would say uh, like if if George, if you use um, Josh now. Um, no, I probably wouldn't trust the outside person to do marketing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> so here's the thing, George, like you have to, let me turn the question around on someone like yourself. So I'm, I think everybody that listens to the show now knows I'm not handy. And if Brittany's listening, she'll probably comment in that I'm not a handy guy. Like you don't want me to fix an air conditioner. So would you trust somebody else, would you trust somebody else to fix your air conditioner would really be the question I would ask you. And the answer probably would be the same, right? Like you are the best person for that job. Just like you have to, you have, and I, I get it, right? Marketing companies, it is completely the wild west. There are no set standards. It is worse than contracting like by far. Yes. And I thought, I thought contracting was pretty bad. Right. Because of some of the stuff we'd run into, you know, some of these guys that like they're ripping stuff, they're ripping uh, stuff out and then saying, oh, the unit doesn't work. I just saw a story the other day in the service Avengers group about that. Um, yeah. But this is where it really comes down to. Well, with my experience with marketing companies, I, I was on YouTube and I was just like watching YouTube videos. I was in that rabbit hole and I was like, <clears throat> I just happened to stumble across this one company and I was like, man, like they legit, like this is a good production. Like this is a really good production um, uh, video and uh, they were a marketing company. And I was like, uh, I'm going to hire that company to do, to, uh, to do my stuff. And I was so busy with the working in the business that I went a solid 
eight months without realizing that the $2,500 I was spending every month, all of it was going into PPC and majority of it was against my own name in PPC. Nothing was going in SEO. The, I mean, it sure. was horrendous. And um, like it, the stuff that I was promised, it was, I was totally a number. I mean, I was just, I, I was given an account manager. See, the sales guy was great. Answered all my questions, did all kinds of great stuff. But as soon as I went into to do the, like as soon as my account manager took over, it was a nice person, but he was only allotted like an hour a month towards my website design and, and stuff. And so it was like, I was asking questions and it was stuff that I know how to do Photoshop. I can do Premiere Pro. And they were like, oh yeah, for us to change that page. And I know how to do WordPress and it was, it's going to be, you know, three hours to do. And you only have an hour a month. So you have to get three hours, three months built up. And I'm like, no, it's like 15 minutes. I can do it for like, why am I paying you to do this? Like, I just wanted to send an email and say, Hey, fix this and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it was so bad. And I spent so much money and got zero results back from it. But this is a, a large marketing company. And I was just so disappointed with it. And uh, that was whenever I, I kind of got jaded with the whole situation because prior to that, I had built the website for TriStar. And so I knew what was involved in building a WordPress website that ranked very well. Sure. Uh, so it really irritated me. Yeah. And I had a, I was talking to a garage door company yesterday <clears throat> and they have been they're in the market for a marketing company. And they said the same thing, the, the current company they're with, they would find mistakes, send it to the company and the company would rebuild them. That was like point two, almost like a lawyer, right? Like 0.25 or 0.33 hours. And she's like, wait, I found your mistake and you're billing me for it. Yeah, I would. Here's the thing. Think about, again, and this is why I guess I have a little different perspective. Because of the contracting world, we do flat rate, right? We make sure the customer's happy. Our, yeah. This is our price. Whatever it takes to make the customer happy with that package or that service. And that is essentially how I run my stuff. Now, there's months. I'm, lo I'm losing money on the packages that I'm doing because I'm putting in extra work to make sure clients getting results. And I would highly recommend if you're looking at a company, make sure they don't charge by the hour. Uh, I think that's an old school way of doing it. Charge by results, charge by a package and tasks that they're doing for you and ask them if, if we have problems or we want to do something extra or we want to change the plan for the content that's coming up, will that be a problem? Will you charge me extra for that? Um, because marketing is flexible, just like anything else, right? It, it can change. Um, and it, and it should change and your business changes. You know, I have a company that wants to get more into the commercial end of things. And they, they asked me what it would take to, I said, well, we'll just queue it up for next month. We'll just change the plan. Yeah. Um, and that's, it should be flexible, but, uh, I want to get back to George's question. Um, cause we actually, and, and this is me owning up to a mistake. We made a mistake on one of his GMB posts this morning and he caught it. Um, mm -hmm. But another thing I would make sure, and it was it was the name of the city that we we post on there. And don't get me wrong, every marketing company makes mistakes, just like every service company. But it's one of those things that do they own up to it? Do they mm -hmm. say, yeah, we made a mistake, I'm going to fix it right now, mm -hmm. and get some get someone to jump on it? And this is why these tools and knowing enough, like GMB Crush, Uber Suggest, um, Uber Suggest is a great one for your website because it'll tell you your rankings. It'll tell you like, do I have big problems on my site? Like titles, tags, descriptions, stuff like that. And that's the stuff that your marketing company should be doing for you. If they're doing any sort of SEO, um, other, other tools out there, they're just, they're just to make sure that you have a way to double check what they're telling you. And how that conversation should go when you come to your marketing companies, let them know that, Hey, I was checking this out. What's going on with this? See what they reply with. And mm -hmm. that really tells you if you have a relationship that's worthy of your trust or not, Yeah. because how they answer, just like when you have a customer that's pissed off because your text did something wrong or they brought mud into the house. If you respond and go on the offensive, 
they're probably going to write you a bad review. Yeah, like you have yeah, to yeah. understand the situation and be, I'm going to take care of that for you. I'm going to make it right. And if they try to be defensive and blame this, that, or the other thing, then you probably don't have a trustworthy company that's really going to have your back. Yeah. If they try, if they try to go on defense immediately, like trying to blank past the book is what I like to say. Start passing the book off to somebody else. And I'm like, oh, throwing up red flags for sure. Um, yeah. But when you, yeah. you so it's a great, that, great question, like, George. Yeah. Good, good stuff, George. I appreciate the question. Um, but you did mention that, you know, service, co- there's service companies out there that make mistakes. And I, I don't know those service companies. I, that's to- totally not, not us. We don't, we don't make mistakes. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Mike mentioned uh, previously, like early on in the conversation, we were talking about the the conversation of uh, your CSR or call center, if you're using call center versus a CSR, um, whenever they're talking about the diagnostic fee or consultation fee. And uh, Mike mentioned a good point. And, you know, he said that the service calls free with the recommended repair, uh, which is you, I like the verbiage, uh, totally like the verbiage. Be careful with the verbiage. I've seen people advertise that the service call is free. Uh, and then in small print, it says with recommended repair. Uh, and that, that got them in some, some hot water. But uh, I, I love the idea of just you know, like um, basically, I mean, it, it's nothing's free in life. And so uh, hopefully people realize that like so, somebody is covering that expense somewhere uh but for me exactly the service technician or the service expert um sometimes they they see the 89 or 95 dollars and they're like hey at least we got 95 bucks but then if they don't realize it like like they're they don't realize the fact that it might cost 250 dollars to pull in that driveway so if you only collected the diagnostic the diagnostic only you're losing money you're paying that person to come pull up in their driveway uh, and and a lot of technicians and unless you really share a lot of detail with them and educate them uh, they may think look man i'm getting paid 20 30 40 bucks an hour you're collecting 95 bucks uh we're coming out fat on this end and then it's like uh no once you've actually done the exercise and and see how much it actually costs to roll that truck to that driveway uh mm-hmm. it may they change your, your mindset there for sure. Um, but real quick, this, we don't get anything from this, but uh, Brigham Dickinson uh, been on the show uh, a couple of times and a couple of his, his people have been on our show um, and they have power selling pros. They, um, we use them personally. So like this book here, I don't know what it costs on uh, Amazon. It cost me about $2,500 though. Um, so <laughs> The training and free. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, it, it's it, they train your CSR on uh, that conversation and and showing the empathy and and everything. So I highly recommend them if if you do have uh, any questions or concerns about your CSR answering the phone. Yeah, and I want to. Add a, I actually want to add a, a point to. I, again, I we do this. We get off topic, but this is a great topic as well. Like, yeah. So what I told what I told that contractor that was with, with the fee, I told because he was calling me because it was slowing down. I said it doesn't have to be the same every day. That's a lever, right? Like if you can't book a call or you guys are almost dead, no fee, no fee service call with the repair, right? Like fill the schedule. Mm-hmm. You it, it doesn't need to be the same every day. If you're slam busy, yeah, it's eighty nine bucks or it's a hundred and 50 bucks or whatever it is like you have to have these levers in your business to manage the expectation. Once you get big enough and you have a big enough customer list, people will wait for you. They really will. Once they know that you're a good company, they'll wait for you a little bit longer than they will if you're small and they don't know you. But if you have these levers in your business, then um, it's one of those things that it, you're going to struggle because you're not going to be able to adjust accordingly or plan ahead for those of you whose head did not explode, um, maybe <laughs> Thanks, George. here, Josh. <laughs> uh, but it's is like he's so true because um, up until a couple of years ago, I never even thought about doing this. Like I didn't, I didn't really think of the fact that 
just because your diagnostic fee or your consultation fee or your trip fee has been a certain amount um, for 10 years doesn't mean it can't change. Like I hate hearing, well, that's what I've always charged or that's what the competitors are charging. Like why though? Like if, if you're not getting calls, like if you're, if your call board is not booked for the next day or two, like, don't charge anything for getting out there. I mean, legit get the, the, your service get in the home house. Yeah. Because that's the whole job is to get them in the house. Why would you let that become a barrier for entry? Like a resistance to the homeowner. If you're struggling for calls, legit, no service call fee or a $20 service call fee. Obviously I understand having skin in the game because that's something you have to be careful of. If you advertise that you legit have no service call fee, um, you may get people who are just worthless people and they're just going to use your time up. Um, but if your technicians understand, Hey, look, man, um, you got it. You can't leave this house without a lead or, you know, your ticket's got to be two fifty because that's what it costs us to get in the door. Uh, just because it's free, like we're advertising free doesn't mean like you can, it can be free on every single call. And then if you're seeing a trend of, Oh, well, there was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong. Uh, I would be, I would be doing a ride along with that technician really soon because there's a slight chance that, uh, either they're doing a bad diagnostic or they're taking cash from the technic, from the, uh, from the people. So just another, it's a good point. That's like, a I good mean, point. Thing. But yeah, George, George is right though. For those who are uh, not using Josh, uh, you're seriously missing the boat. Uh, he said that his uh, GMB has skyrocketed. Uh, something that, that he wasn't even aware of. A lot of contractors aren't aware of GMB. So, yeah, yeah, it's a. And actually, that's. I have some ideas for new video stuff, but like a full, like ultimate guide to GMB for contractors because a lot of times you see this stuff and there's videos out there about that stuff, but it's real general. Um, mm -hmm. And I think contractors have some specific things that really need to be focused on. And if you want to set it up yourself, that's great. Like it's just like anything else, right? Like if you have, it's okay for people to set this stuff up themselves. Like George, back to George's question. If you don't want to trust anyone else with your marketing, I, I'm self-taught. I've yeah. been teaching myself for years now, but I'm self-taught. Like I didn't go to school for it. So you can teach yourself. Just be aware that there's going to be, you're going to get down some rabbit holes, mm -hmm. like you no know, Tersh. You get down okay. some really deep rabbit, but it's good information. Like if you if you want to do that and you have time to do that, or you just like you get into it and you're interested in it, I can absolutely point out some great resources. Like Neil Patel is one of the best resources around that dude. And what's great about his shows and stuff, they're like five minutes long. His podcasts are like five minutes long five minutes long they're like one topic a piece they hit the topic they move on to the next show it's it's awesome and he has that tool uber suggests which i've i've mentioned it's i think you get one website for free so you can put your website in there you'll understand is my company doing these things is this content ranking where do i rank um it's just it's a great tool is that and a chrome he has a Chrome extension, but it's actually, if you go to ubersuggest.com, it's spelt like the car company, ubersuggest.com. And then that'll redirect. And he'll, he'll probably want to get your email. He's really good at email marketing too. But um, the stuff he puts out is really good, like mm -hmm. legit good. It's really, he's got some beginner SEO stuff. Um, he's got more advanced stuff out there. So you can actually understand what some of this terminology is. So it's not like... Yeah. You cry, eyes are crossed and you're like, what the mm -hmm. hell is he talking about? Oh yeah. Cause that's, there's nothing worse than getting a report from your SEO company. And it's like, you, this is a great, a great report, but here's the thing. Like, I don't understand what any of it means. Like you literally could be fluffing all the numbers because you're telling me cost per click, cost per impression, you know, ROI this and then, you know, impression over here and bounce rate. And like if you, one of the biggest things that, that I have taken away from, uh, you know, I, I use CEO warrior for, and I have for several years now. And one of the biggest things that I've really taken away from them is like, you don't have to be the one who does the work, but you, you need to be the one you need to be able to understand what's mm -hmm. going on. 
whenever you're talking to the people who are doing the work um, because so you don't get BS'd. <laughs> yeah, that that hundred percent. But then all, I mean, you can hold them accountable. You can hold your your company accountable, your your marketing company accountable, uh, if you know what they're actually talking about, or if you can tell that they're they're trying to blow smoke on you uh, up your butt, whatever. But that that's one of the biggest things for me is like uh, like my time is extremely valuable. So for me to pay someone. I definitely would would pay someone to do work, uh, especially if I could if I could pay somebody a hundred dollars an hour. Whenever I charge two hundred and fifty dollars an hour, like it just makes sense uh, to pay someone else to do that. I mean, granted, whenever you see that bill, it's like, woof, that's a lot of money per hour. Um, but if you're sitting there learning it, how many hours are you are you spending doing that? Uh, is one of the things that you really have to pay close attention to. Well. Think about all the stuff we talked about in this 40 minute call or 40 minute uh, yeah. session here. We've talked about your call booking, making sure that's right. Your conversion and the text, training, the text, marketing, like this is just in 40 minutes. We could go on and on and on about all the things. That's why it is important. And again, I get it. It's, uh, trying to hire, you don't know what to believe. Trying to hire yeah. a marketing company, trying to hire an answering service, trying to hire in people internally. There's like there's it sucks. It's hard. That are really good at marketing them oh yeah but then they are yeah. horrible at the follow-up process you know yeah and it's one of those things that you should be able to get a feel within the first two to three months right like they you should know you should like your gut should be telling you like what the hell are they doing i haven't really heard from them after i signed the contract now yeah. again it, and it's different for everybody, right? Like some people like to have calls. Some people just want updates. Like I try to, the best thing that anyone can do. And if there's marketing companies, I know I got quite a few marketing contacts. If, if you guys are looking to make your reports better, make it geared for with the contractor in mind. They don't give a shit about impressions. They don't uh, it, now have it on the report, but don't highlight it. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a few things they want to see. They want to see. They love the they love the Google Maps stuff. If you have not found a tool yet, find one because they love seeing their Google Maps rankings. They love seeing calls. If you're not doing call tracking, you should be doing call tracking or at least integrating with that company's call tracking solution because this is stuff that people really want to see and it delivers such valuable insights to their business. It helps them grow. It helps them get better. And that's really what a marketing company, you're, you should be like an, uh, like, uh, uh, buzz talked about, like a, almost like an extension or an arm of that company. And if mm -hmm. you're not, if you're, if you're just kind of like a plug-in and you can be replaced really easily, guess what? You're going to get replaced really easily. So yeah. well, that's one of the things that, that when, whenever I had uh Steven Christopher on the show, it, that's one of the things that we've talked about constantly was the fact that like they need to be an employee of your business, like not necessarily a W2 employee, but like uh, they, they need to be so intricate in the relationship. And uh, when you're thinking about doing a new marketing thing, like you instantly think, Hey, let me reach out to uh, relentless digital and see if this, if this makes sense, because you could be, spending a lot of time and spending your wheels on something that just doesn't make sense because uh, they've done it or they're actively doing it and they can show you results on, on how it's just working for other people. Um, but you um, need to have that constant communication with them. And, and here's the thing. And, and this goes for contracting too. And I, like, I, I know there's a lot of really great sales coaches out there and the best sales coaches are the ones that teach you not to hard sell. It's educate like you're whoever you're talking to about marketing, they should be trying to educate you at least a little bit, at least teach you some basics. Like I did this thing because of this thing. Or if you're talking to someone and you're deciding who to choose, they should be giving you helpful insights on your website, on your, on your GMB listing, on your um, just overall presence online. Like just in case you do want to do it yourself or you want to go back to the company that you're working with because you really like your rep or you really like the owner, they mm. should be giving you some advice first. Like they should be giving you something before that you write a check. If they're not giving you anything and they're just be like, yeah, sign up here. We'll take care of it. 
you should probably just be a little leery of that and make sure that you have someone that's actually got your back. Yeah. And I, I know it's a difficult thing to find, but have someone that has your back and it, it, it doesn't have to be me. Like if you want, if you want opinions from the companies that I know that are good, message me anytime, even if it's not me, I'll probably try to earn your business, but um, there are other really good dudes out there, really good contractors. And I say dudes because everyone I know is a guy, but uh, there's some, there's some females out there. I don't know that I know are, are highly sought after as well. So you just you mentioned, you have to, you two tools uh, here. What's just, what's that third tool? Here? Um, the, let me, let me look at my Chrome extensions quick here. <laughs> I have so, so many. Do you use SEM Rush? Because I, I mean, that's one that that was that was one of my go tos back in the day. Um, I felt like they always upsold me though. Um, but so SEM Rush information from them. SEM Rush is publicly traded now, um, oh, so yeah. they they have to make money for investors. So they okay. do have a lot of upsells. However, I think they do have. Some, I think they only offer like a free trial. And it's very limited. Like you can only do like five different searches or 10 different searches a day. That's why I didn't include them in the video. Now we use them, but I use them for more of my internal insights. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far, oh, the other one was uh, SEO Minion, which is actually, it's a really cool tool for, and again, I'm not going to get deep in the weeds on like titles, tags, descriptions on your site, because this is like a whole different topic that, needs more explanation but it it tells you if they're doing this stuff like i just found a website yesterday that i was someone i was talking to and i was going through it i'm like every single service page you have is literally the title tag and description is like the same exact thing they're targeting the same keyword on different pages think about that from google's perspective how do you think they're going to rank your page they're not so this this is a tool that really helps you understand okay, if this is an air conditioning repair page or a drain cleaning page, are they targeting the right keywords and filling out these other things that Google needs to see? That's really what it's for. Um, So SEO Minion, that's a Chrome extension. It's also free. Um, And then uh, GMB Spy is another one that's really good with, it does a lot of the same things GMB Crush does. And there's there's more. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot more, but those are the ones that I use pretty regularly. Have you ever used or heard of um, SEO Quake? I've heard of it. Yeah. So I used it a long time ago. I haven't used it recently because it can actually be very annoying. Um, but it actually it's a it's a plugin as well, um, a Chrome extension. But it every time you go on a page, it tells you the strength and it gives you all the stats at the top of the page. So it takes a little, it slows down your loading of pages. Um, and it also like kicks the page down a little bit more. So like you can't uh, see as much of the page. You just, you just reminded me of something else. So, um, GT metrics and it's M E T R I X.com. Because mm-hmm. page speed is, no, Grant, you could go to Google Page Speed Insights too. The problem is Google Page Speed Insights only gives you speed. It doesn't give you performance, and, and performance, and and it's a little bit more, a little bit easier to understand how to fix it. Like I had a, so for you that for you guys listening that have Schedule Engine, it's going to slow your site down. That mm-hmm. the, I'm, that the, it's a great tool. It's a great add-on, but there you can change the code on there Ooh. to do I like a, a little bit because yeah. I think I, I can, I, had I can send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I had that issue with mine and then we were just like, we got to fix this because like we're getting, yeah. we're moving from an A to a B only because of, you know, these things that are slowing down this page. And, and that's, so now I have a paid subscription cause we have a number of clients on it, but we run weekly reports for performance. Mm-hmm. And if we get alerts, if anyone drops below a certain grade, we automatically start looking into it. But I, I was helping this uh, client out and he's like, man, my site's slow. And so I looked at it and it was literally, it, it literally brought his score from like a 70 to like an 85 or so, something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers, but just that one little change. And yeah. it, it, there's other things we can do to enhance that. So that way, again, you're giving Google what they want and it's a, it's a free tool. You can scan that. You can scan your competitors' websites on there too. 
So yeah. it's something that you, and okay. then you, it gives you a nice PDF report that you can send to your marketing company. You can send it to your internal marketing person or whoever does that for you and be like, Hey, can we, what can we do to fix this? Mm-hmm. It just helps you be on top of your game. So that way you don't get taken advantage of. Yeah. No, I think this is a lot of good stuff. I mean, it's it's one of those things where we can get we can dive deep into the weeds on this, and 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 I have no problem doing that because and obviously there's people who are still alive with us that are are also very interested in in watching that information. Uh, if you want to learn more about this stuff, Josh is obviously the guy to go to. Uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you, Josh? Most people reach out to me initially through Facebook. You okay. can do it through the, if you're in the service, if, well, most of you guys should probably be in the service business mastery podcast page, but if you're not plug yeah. in add add that page. Cause we do talk about different topics like this. Like we talked about, I put a post up yesterday about e-commerce for mm. the trades. So there's, we talk about some different things that really go into little different dives and maybe some of the best practice groups. We're talking about more operations. We're talking about like things outside of that, maybe some things to consider, um, you know, stuff like that. So we, we talked about COVID and whether that should be something that you talk about with your people, not talk about, should you mandate, should you not? I mean, there's just some topics that really need to be answered and really need to start considering because there's entire cities and States mandating stuff. So it's something to think about. Um, and we have some really good, uh, what is, I was just looking at Pete's comment. Pete's always got something something interesting to say. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> but yeah, we uh, always great uh, great stuff on in the group. If you're not in the Facebook group, uh, just just uh, join that group. And I'll actually uh, add a link here to the group he, uh, here in a second. Josh, you want to address Pete? What he? Yeah, mentioned. I think he's worried about when I grow, the results will crash, but that won't happen. It won't happen, Pete. Oh, oh, oh yours as you do <laughs> the business. Yeah, yeah, it won't. I mean, and this it's, is a legitimate it's, concern. I mean, we've had we've seen that before. Uh, I mean, with anything, we've seen uh, different uh, CRMs as they grew. Certain areas were, would struggle, and then they they recognized it, and then came you know turned around and, and got it fixed. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, a legitimate concern and and it's the fact that you recognize that beforehand is great uh, josh yeah like here's the thing um i take a lot of I, I take a lot of stuff especially if it's something that we're not doing well personally um it's just it it's just who i am like i take it personally and it it if something's bugging me, like we're not getting results on something, it will literally be my sole focus. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just who I am personally. It's not a, it's not a sales pitch, it's just who I am. So, and it was the same way in the HVAC industry or companies that I was with. And that's why we always, when we had problems, we fixed them and we grew and we figured out ways to sustain that. Now, I mean, there's obviously different challenges along the way, just like it, when you grow to get out of the field mm-hmm. and you got to have enough people in the field that can take care of your customers and keep the level of quality. It's the same concept. It's just a little different, a little more um, unique because you have to find people that care. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You can't, you may not find like the absolute greatest PPC guy, but if they care and they're willing to learn that it's almost more important, just like a technician, they don't need to necessarily know everything, but they have to care and they have to want to learn. Yeah, 100%. what do you think about, and, and this is the last question that I'll ask you, uh, what do you think about the um, the thought of one person or one company being able to do GMP, PPC, uh, LSA, which we didn't even talk about LSA today, um, and uh, SEO and, you know, um, billboards and, you know, like, all of it, like an all-in-one, I mean, like an all-in-one stop. It seems like an, an, a no-brainer. Like that's just like, oh yeah, that's good. I can do that. So one person to do it all. I know that's what contractors want. <laughs> I Speaking would love to. Contractors point I of view. Love, I agree. Yes, that is what, what we want. Don't get me wrong. Like 
ultimately that's probably every marketing company's dream is to be able to do that and do it well. My problem with that is it's a, it has to be slow. Like if you try to bite off more than you can chew and you, you spread yourself too thin, um, it can, it can really, it, it can hurt different areas of your business that you're actually strong in. And like anything, right? Like before you add plumbing to HVAC, you should be really, really damn good at HVAC and have really good sales to be able to focus solely like on your plumbing department. And it's something I've struggled with because I want people, I've had a lot of people ask me for a lot of different things and I want to help everybody on all of these things. Um, I've gotten better at saying no because I don't want them to spend money with me that is wasted or is yeah. on a test. And if mm-hmm. I test it, they're probably not going to pay me anything for it until I make sure they get results because I don't want to be liable to be like, Hey, I spent another thousand dollars a month with you and you didn't get me anything. Um, But the Jack of all trades things, I would say, (laughs) I would say I would try to find somebody who's really good at certain things that you really want to grow with first. Mm -hmm. Then once you trust them, then see if they want to add something on or maybe a recommendation based on someone that they, because marketing companies all know each other. Like I talk to, I talk to all the people you guys know and yeah. uh, they know people who are killing it in certain areas that maybe they're not like, I don't touch Facebook ads and I know people who are doing okay in fa- Facebook, different animal, but I know yeah. people that are doing okay and I can give you a recommendation so you can kind of weed out some of the crap. So that way you can kind of save some time. Yeah. I mean, we have some good friends of ours who are, I mean, they kill it with Facebook and mm-hmm. I'll ask a question and they're like, oh yeah, this is it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? They speak the language. Like, yeah. Like, I don't understand that at all. What you just said makes no sense to me, but yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I agree there hundred percent. Cool, bud. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all this. And also uh, don't forget, uh, you know, Josh shared the link earlier uh, to the actual video that he did. Uh, it's slightly less than the 55 minutes that we've been on here, but uh, you know, it's, it's a little, little shorter video, but uh, it's some great information. And um, you know, we can, we could talk for hours literally on stuff like this, but uh, Oh, uh, George has one last question. George wanted to make sure we hit an hour. Oh yeah. Uh, George, you have this during your website build. This has to be something that you share. So here's the thing, real quick. Your marketing company should be asking you for your reasons to be in business. What makes you different? And if you don't have answers to that, they should at least have some idea on some things that are working for other people that maybe you should consider. Um, but you really should have some sort of branded message, especially on the homepage, like some of the service pages and stuff. That's most people aren't really going to read that entire page. That's more for SEO and to get leads. Your homepage is really where they're going to land most of the time. And that's where you need to have branded images. Don't use, please don't use stock photos. If anyone's listening, do not have stock photos on your homepage. It literally drives me crazy because I, I've seen all the stock photos. You have a nice truck on yours. So at least you have that (laughs) as your hero image, but I see hero image. I saw one yesterday. The hero image is of like two non-branded AC units. I'm like, this tells that person nothing like be the hero of your story. Um, and if, and this will be a plug for, I know Tersh, you're actually the one that resent me that link, but look into story brand, George, if you go to storybrand.com, they're going to send you three videos and maybe I'll even try to get those over to you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell you what should be on your website and their information is gold. It's really good. Um, we're actually taking a course with them next month. I think a paid course for a deeper dive into that stuff because it's such good information. So um, but it's stuff you should think about before you hire someone to build a website for you. Yeah. That, that, that grunt test is crazy. After listening to Donald Miller's, uh, entire thought process, it's like, Oh, wow. There's a really, there's a lot of really bad websites out there. Let me see if I can get the link on here real quick and drop it in. Uh, their main, their main page there. Oh, you got it. Okay. 
yeah, I would go there. There's there's some kind of a lead funnel that they have, um, yeah. but they'll they'll send you a series of videos that are they're really the second is this the second or the third one it was which is specifically about like five things that you should have on your website. Those are really 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 good, mm-hmm. um, and I would highly recommend watching those. Yeah, cool, bud. There's tons of tons of information in this. So if you're just just tuning in with us, uh, go back and watch the whole thing. We'll we'll be sure to upload it as soon as we get finished here. But with that being said, thank you so much uh, for sharing again, Josh. Absolutely. This was a. Uh, I'm glad we figured something out to do for the show this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Pivot. Pivot. Always always be ready to pivot. So. Hundred percent. Cool. Anybody that's awesome. watching this has any questions about anything. Uh, if you're not in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. We, you know, obviously answer questions there. Uh, reach out to Josh or myself. Uh, with that being said, thank you again for listening to this episode of the Service Business Mastery Podcast. This is a podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Our target with this show is to help answer some unasked questions. And I hope that we did that today. Uh, until we talk again next time, hope you have a wonderful and safe week. We'll see you. See you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.